0: This is the Your Harrigan podcast, sponsored by MJ Ryder, keeping you and your family warm this winter. Now, please welcome your host, Nick Hancock. Finally, fry! Yay! And can I just tell you the most unromantic thing? I've run out of time to get Sarah, my wife. Christmas present. So I've just given her my car to go shopping with today. Not romantic, but practical. She can just get what she wants and also she can wrap it as well. I know it's bad, it's bad, but it's just where life's at. So it's Fry Yay, it's Mad Fry Yay on the Your Harrogate podcast with me, Nick Hancock, sponsored by Hacks. I've got some hellos to do. Oh, I've got to say hello to Mark from Hacks, who I actually met yesterday outside. uh, To hand him over his bottle of Christmas bubbly To say thank you to him for supporting And hello to all the brilliant team from Hacks And all of Mark's family as well Including Mark's daughter who listened to our podcast religiously So that's lovely Hello as well to Heather who sent me a really nice email You can email me anytime Nick at yourharrogate.co.uk Nick at yourharrogate.co.uk Now today... On the podcast, we are talking about your Christmas Day vegetables with superstar chef, hello, celebrity chef Steph Moon. She's on in just a second. And if you are a bit of a foodie, by the way, look out for your chance to win a meal at Gino's in Harrogate, Gino De Campo's restaurant. We've got a competition where you can win a £100 gift card for Gino's at yourharrogate.co.uk. So good luck with that. Also on our website, Christmas Day Meals for the Homeless at Portofino Restaurant, that's Christmas Day Morning in Ripon and Christmas Day Afternoon in Harrogate. And now, speaking of food, here she is. It's Steph Moon. So happy Friday, Steph. Good morning. Good morning, Nick. How are you? <laughs> this time, this time next week, it'll all be going on it really will this time next week we'll have opened our
1: presents we'll have eaten half a bar of chocolate and we'll be uh, halfway through a bacon sandwich i can bet, bet you yeah we just
0: um, reached that time of the year when you know people are just giving you so many chocolates and i mean the house <laughs> is just full of naughty food already
1: it really is it really is i i was in a supermarket the other day and i walked past a massive pile of terry's chocolate oranges and i thought I've just got to get one. <laughs> oh dear me!
0: I, I've, um, nothing I
1: would normally never do. Yeah. No, I got but one I of
0: those. Do. Well, I said it was a present for Sarah, but really it was for me. I got one of those. Have you seen those giant football-sized lint? Oh yes. That yes. Inside them there are about. I don't know what. I don't know why I decided to buy that. It was. It was um. I mean, that was just a very daft ten pound waste. I saw money. that.
1: I saw that on Instagram. Your giant size lint and put something like Christmas incoming or something. The,
0: the only yeah. thing, the only thing I haven't, I haven't got into the twiglets and crisps and nuts yet. So I have been good on that front. But there's probably it's probably not long to go before I break the seal on that as well.
1: I have. To admit, I have started, we have got a massive, like, fish bowl sized uh, bowl of nuts in shells oh. and a nutcracker, and there's just that sort of Christmas to me, cracking nuts on the on the sofa when you're uh, watching TV, great stuff. That is That
0: is such a Christmas thing, isn't it?
1: <laughs> it really is! I, I don't know what it is about this year, but I think it's the fact that we've all had a difficult year, we're just getting nostalgic about Christmas, and, you know... Christmas lights, I've never had Christmas lights outside my house this year, my house looks like black hole, it's fantastic. <laughs> I love
0: it. Do you know, I, th- I think that's become more of a thing. I think, I, think since, I think since people like Lights for Fun have made it so accessible and they've made it so it doesn't actually, that they're easy to do, they don't cost a fortune, and also it doesn't sort of give you a huge electricity bill in, um, in, well, in January. I, I think everybody's doing it now, aren't they lights outside?
1: Well, lights outside i was uh, I went for a walk uh, last weekend and bumped into Lisa from lights for Fun oh, yeah. and uh, she was saying to me that they've you know they've had such a, a busy year it's been the best year i think and I was asking her uh, we're, we're looking for some uh, penguins we want some light light up penguins that's what I fancy
0: <laughs> well do you know what that is i too I've noticed that as well people having having lit up animals like penguins outside their house. I've seen a few houses like that. It's always, you know, the houses that are those sort of, you know, there's like estates of houses that are big, you know, big sort of townhouses, four, five bedroom houses. Those kind of houses often have those because they're quite tasteful decorations, aren't they? Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, I've seen I see a lot of um, stags with the antlers yeah. all lit up and people hanging baubles off the antlers, which is great. Uh, I just I just fancied a, a few penguins, um, but I saw in Boroughbridge the other day. Um, the old folks' home in Boroughbridge has a giant, absolutely like life-size Father Christmas and a snowman on the side of the of the old folks' home, and I just thought that was brilliant. I was very impressed with that, but. <laughs> there's some places. There's a house on the way near Hugstone. Um, yeah, Hugstone uh, near the Woodlands Pub. There's a house there that is bling bright with with uh, Christmas lights. It's just somebody's house, but it looks amazing. Oh, Driving past that, it was there, like the Coca Cola advert.
0: There's a house. There's a house near me, and it's so lit up. That on on Sunday night at about seven o'clock, I actually got the kids in the car and said, "Look, I'm going to show you this house." I keep I keep seeing it when I go out for a run early in the morning. But I was like, "You will not <laughs> you will not believe this house." Um, but
1: yeah, That's like it, the one it, in Harrogate. Yeah. you need to go and have a look. Oh, next well, time, good. next time you're driving around at, at night, go. Just up from the Woodlands pub, there is an well,
0: amazing I'm, house. I'm there. not doing much this weekend, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> go for a drive round. I'll
0: pop down. Um, well, today we we promised that we talk about, and and if you if you missed this, by the way, you can go back on our website and listen. Last week was all was all turkey tips, which is obviously very very important. But but we did promise this week was all about pimping the veg, didn't we? And, yes, um, absolutely. Got, and I've got, got some good page, ideas. you. Yeah. So we've got yep. potatoes and sprouts yep. and well, all, all, all the favourites. So I'll, I'll, I'll let you take us through it, Steph.
1: Okay, well, Nick, the, the thing is, uh, on Christmas Day, you know, how many veg is enough? Who can say? Four, five, six, different types, I don't know. For me, four or five seems like a good number. Um, duck fat or goose fat potato has to be there for me. Uh, This year I've gone goose fat uh, and uh, what I'm going to do is boil the spuds in a pan like normal but don't cook them all the way through. Just cook them a little bit then pour away the boiling water and fluff them by sitting the pan back on the hot ring, putting the lid on and the spuds kind of steam in their own liquid inside the potato and then you shake the pan with the lid on and you get like a, a a fluffy rim to the, the outside of the, the um, potato. Then, once you've done that, pour it onto your tray with your melted goose fat or duck fat, or if you just want to do uh, Yorkshire rapeseed oil or whatever it is. And then I would stick some crushed garlic in there, some fresh rosemary in there, stick it in the oven, roast it off, turn them a few times, and you end off with this most amazing, unctuous potato. And if you have any vegetarians, uh, you know, things like um, yeast flakes, you can spread on, on your uh, potatoes the same way, and that gives it a really good crunch. Um, you know, even veggie, uh, Marmite potatoes, that kind of thing. You can get good flavour even if, you know, people are veggie or vegan. So that that's the spuds covered. And when they're out of the oven, they give them a damn good sprinkle with a little bit of Maldon sea salt just to lift the spud and uh you know we want i bet there'll not be one left on on the uh, lunch table on christmas day
0: (laughs) no and if you've got if you've got a dog there's normally there's normally a dog in the kitchen (laughs) eyeing eyeing everything up
1: (laughs) 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 i've got two i've got two dogs and they are they are very much the same
0: do they, yeah. little, and then, do they get a little um, a little leftovers plate then with gravy and all that kind of Oh,
1: stuff? they always get a bit of turkey on Christmas Day, always. And if they're really good, a pig in blanket or two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I don't know about you, Nick, but, you know, really, for this year I'm doing Christmas for four people, so it should be maybe four or maybe eight pigs in blankets, but I always get a few more because yeah. they just always seem to go. <laughs> yeah, so... um. So we've done the spuds. Then really Christmas is not Christmas without a Brussels sprout. They have to be there. It's the law. (laughs) If you don't do that, you will be in big trouble. Um, And, you know, people say, oh, get them on three days earlier and all this sort of stuff. Um, I think Brussels sprouts are one of the only vegetables that really must be soft when you eat it. Um, A crunchy brussels sprout is not cool for me. Uh, It's got to be cooked through in boiling water, uh, you know, sort of bring it up to the boil in a pan of cold water, a bit of salt, cook it through, drain it off, make sure they're soft, and then you can do it a number of ways. You can um, glaze them in some balsamic, that's very sort of Mediterranean-styly, or you can roll them in some red currant jelly and some chestnuts, which is great. Uh, you could roll them in some smoky bacon, uh, that really gives it a mm-hmm. flavour. Loads of ideas there, the great fish, parmesan and cheese, any, anything. Um, so your Brussels really will um, lift the flavour. And I was watching on TV last night actually, Greg Wallace, uh, uh, was doing this thing uh, where he was making Christmas cakes and uh, a, a girl there was going to a Brussels sprout farm and it turns out now that Brussels sprouts are a lot sweeter now than we used to have when we were kids. That's why as, as you know the older generation now they should have another try to Brussels sprout because they are a lot sweeter. So uh, The only
0: only thing is they do come with a bit of a warning for what happens at about 8 p.m. Again, it's good if you've got a dog because you can blame the dog.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. That is is the thing, isn't it? But uh, yeah, you've got to have a Brussels sprout on there. And then there's things like the parsnips. Now, parsnips, I love a honey roast parsnip. Who doesn't? And uh, for me, I do mine slightly differently. So, rather than most people peel them, stick them on a tray, stick some butter and oil, a bit of salt, and stick them in the oven. I, I don't do that. For me, I peel my parsnip, I cut it into the sticks like normal, and then I put it in a big frying pan with the butter and the oil again. And I slowly, slowly cook it like that. Halfway through cooking, and I keep stirring it so they, they get nice and golden all the way around, uh, I add the honey. And what you get is a very soft, roast, unctuous parsnip rather than, sometimes, I don't know if you've ever had this, Nick, you pull a parsnip tray out the oven and you feel like you're going to cut your mouth open because they go rock hard at one end. It never happens like that. So uh, that would be one of my top tips for Christmas.
0: I think, I mean, I think if I was limited to four or five vegetables, personally, I'm not, I don't know that parsnips would make it in there for me, but maybe I've had bad experience with, with, I think I think you've absolutely hit the hit the nail on the head that they're not very nice if they're if they're rock solid, are they?
1: They're rock hard and dry, and that's what happens when you um, oven roast them if you don't stir them enough. So I always like to keep them on the top and just do them that way. Then there's the stuffing, Nick. We've got—I know it's not a vegetable, but we need to talk about the stuffing. So we have got baked sage and onion stuffing. We've got cranberry and walnut stuffing. We've got pecan and apricot stuffing, uh, whatever you're going to bling up your stuffing with, um, you know, even just smoky bacon and onion, there's lots and lots of things you can do. And I think adding something a little bit different each year really makes it special. So it's all these little tips. Um, Cranberry sauce, Nick. Get your cranberries in a pan, a couple of spoons of sugar, and a couple of tablespoons of Cointreau. Oh, yeah. Take that to the boil. Happy days. If you haven't got Cointreau, uh, Grand Marnier would do. I went to try and buy some Cointreau the other day and it's sold out. So uh, I'm I'm stuck with Grand Marnier this year. But, I mean, that's not bad.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) So uh,
1: it's still got that orangey, beautiful kick. Yeah. So, yeah, I would definitely bling up the cranberry sauce. Uh, The next one is bread sauce. And... uh, They're fresh white breadcrumbs, milk, um, a bay leaf, maybe a piece of star anise, one of those little rock hard um, spices. The thing with those, Nick, remember to take them in and take them out before you uh, whisk up. Otherwise somebody, you don't want granny uh, breaking her false teeth on uh, Christmas Day. Um, And sometimes even a tiny bit of chicken stock cube crumbled in there just to give it a bit of a kick of, of... flavour and just trying to think now something green we have to have something green on Christmas day uh and it's not a day for peas we've got our Brussels on the sprouts there they are are green. Are, yeah sprouts are green but I would always probably go one other thing and it's not very seasonal I know but I mean you could do kale you could do kale with cheese or you know that that's very seasonal but that's quite close to a brussels sprout so for me i'd go munch to green beans sugar snaps something like that just to add a bit of lightness to the whole thing yeah green
0: beans are quite nice because they're yeah, all, all
1: exactly. yeah very much so and i think you know that's a really nice mix of christmas veg you know and and the spuds the crowning glory is always the spuds and you know last week we were talking whether to uh, yorkshire pudding or not mm. and i think This year, I know on Boxing Day, I'm doing uh, beef and I know I've got to make Yorkies on Boxing Day or I'll be lynched. (laughs) Just a really quick top tip for Boxing Day uh, roast beef, if that's what you're doing. And this is not from Yorkshire, so I I sort of bite my my lip saying this, but if you get a a carton of mascarpone, Italian mascarpone cream cheese, and mix it half with your, Horseradish, your Coleman's creamed horseradish or whatever, and the mascarpone cream cheese—it is mind-blowingly good. There you go. <laughs> very simple. Very simple, but it just makes horseradish decadent. Yeah. yeah. Normally, horseradish—you eat a spoon of it—it it blows your head off, and and that's it. This way, it's creamy, it's light, it's still got that heat. This is something I did years ago when I worked at the Dorchester in London, which is like, I was 18 and, you know, I'm a few years older than that now, but it's still
0: good. (laughs) Wow. Well, there's some great, there's some great tips in there. And I think, and I think you need all this inspiration because like you say, obviously you've got, you've got, All these elements of Christmas Day, but then if you've got to think about Boxing Day as well. Yeah, I think, I
1: think, Nick, maybe next week, and I know Christmas is around the corner next week. Maybe next week we talk, we touch on desserts and we also have a little chat about what to do with all that turkey leftovers. Mm. Because this year, you know, everybody's uh, family groups are smaller. We're all going to end
0: off with a load of turkey. That, that moment, let's all just go to that moment where on, on Christmas Day at about 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock at night, you go and make yourself a sandwich with white bread, because you've got white bread in because it's Christmas, and you've got, and you've got <laughs> everything to put in the biggest sandwich. I mean, that is oh. one of the highlights of the year.
1: Yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, you've got to have the stuffing in there, you've got to have everything in there. A bit of cranberry. Oh, love it.
0: Great. Can't wait. Yeah, we'll do we'll do puddings and leftovers next week. And I, sounds I, good. I mean, I'm already I mean it's um it's about nine o'clock in the morning current UK time, but I mean I could I could eat my full Christmas lunch now after talking. <laughs> um, oh,
1: well, yeah, keep feeling festive, Nick. Good yeah. to talk to you. And enjoy enjoy the rest of your week and uh, yeah, tell everybody to bling up their vegetables. You know, it makes (laughs) sense.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Steph. The What's Hot Guide with doorsdirect.co.uk.
2: For made to measure sliding wardrobe doors and interiors, visit doorsdirect.co.uk. Hello and welcome to your Friday edition of the What's Hot Guide, a look at some of the best upcoming festive events that you can enjoy with your family in the build up to Christmas. Now you may have seen on our website this week, we've teamed up with Harrogate Mumbler to bring you some of the best festive events that are coming to the local area in the coming days. The first of those is the Harrogate Bid and Harrogate Mumbler Christmas Trail, which is completely free. You can download the map online. You head to lots of local shops around Harrogate and there is an amazing Christmas hamper to be won worth over £500 if you can unscramble the festive phrase. Now that competition closes on the 21st of December so you'll have to be very quick to get involved with that one. Also, you may have seen around town the Naughty Elf brought to you by Harrogate Bid, has been popping up all around town. It started at the Yorkshire Hotel last week and he's been popping up at other landmarks, including Betty's and the Spirit of Harrogate. So keep an eye out for him. He'll be popping up around town. If you have a selfie with him, you could be in with a chance of winning a £100 Harrogate gift card. That's all courtesy of Harrogate Bid. And finally, you can head to the famous Mother Shipton's in Nairsborough for a winter woodland walk. So the walk is full of lots of festive delights and twinkling lights to see. Along the way, so the magic of Christmas is truly at Mother Shipton's. You may also see a special visit from the big man himself. Santa will be visiting and giving children a very special wave from his safe and cozy grotto. So, head to the Mother Shipton's website to find out a bit more about the Winter Woodland Walk. And that's it for your Friday What's Hot Guide. Be sure to check out our website for all the upcoming events in your local area. So that's yourharrogate.co.uk. I'll be back next week for your final instalment before the big day itself. The What's Hot Guide with doorsdirect.co.uk. For
0: made-to-measure sliding wardrobe doors and interiors, visit doorsdirect.co.uk. Thank you very much, Ben. And as we always say, do tell us what you've got going on round your way. You can email nick at yourharrogate.co.uk to get through to me, nick at yourharrogate.co.uk. And next week on the podcast, we're talking leftovers and puddings with Steph Moon. As we were saying earlier, we have a very special guest on Christmas Eve. The big man himself is going to be joining us to talk about what it's like delivering presents around the Harrogate district and some other surprises as well next week. So I will be back with a new podcast sponsored by Hacks on Monday. In the meantime, have a lovely, lovely weekend.